What Else with Corey Mann on the Studio DNA Podcast Network. One-on-one conversations with some of your favorite artists. Find this podcast on iTunes, Spotify, and Spreaker.com. What Else with Corey Mann on the Studio DNA Podcast Network. Spidey check, Spidey check. Does whatever a podcast does. Do <laughs> you think that was stupid? No, I loved it. I okay. absolutely loved it. Well, let's just keep it and keep going. Okay. <laughs> well, welcome back, film and pop culture lovers, to another Spidey check episode. This is actually the first of two Spidey check podcast episodes from your quality check boys. I am. One of your hosts, Daniel Posey, and joining me across the internet, all dressed up in his Spider-Man attire, it's Drew Douglas. In my Spidey undies. I actually have Spidey PJs, but I'm not wearing them right now, and I should be. You know that at Target, they have onesies. Have you ever looked there? And I always wonder, I wonder if they have a Spider-Man one. That would actually be a lot of fun to end up getting a giant Spider-Man onesie. As a matter of fact, there's a ugly Christmas sweater contest that's happening at work tomorrow. I may go to Walmart tonight to see if I can find a Spider-Man onesie, Ooh. buy it, and <laughs> enter the that contest. <laughs> I don't think that counts. I'm, I'm now kind of tempted to press my luck and see if I'll get disqualified before that even gets entered. <laughs> Ooh. But yeah, I you know what? We are all decked out. We've got peak excitement for Spider-Man No Way Home. And in honor of our excitement and the brand new movie that I believe is all online now, thanks to Variety leaking oh, it. <laughs> not literally, just the, yeah. you can find out anything you wanted about the plot. <laughs> I'm more concerned about MCU spoilers than getting the Omicron. <laughs> Which is spreading faster than spoilers. So uh, right now we've got we've got a lot on our minds. But uh, speaking of that, we wanted to revisit in lieu of the new Spider-Man, the third in this MCU trilogy. So we went back and rewatched Spider-Man: Homecoming and Spider-Man: Far From Home. I'm ready to dive into this, especially to find out kind of how you're feeling about these two movies, because I know Drew before talking about this spider-man homecoming is at your tip top of the mcu rankings it is which is wild um especially after we re-watching these how many times have you seen homecoming and far from home because i i checked letterbox it was my fourth time for each um i will say for myself i've only seen homecoming get this twice Ooh, so it had, it had been since 2017 yeah actually no joke it was and it was really weird thinking about it, but that was, uh, for me, outside of seeing bits and pieces, the first time since you and I went to the IMAX and watched it. Mm. Did we do that in IMAX? Mm-hmm. That, believe it or not, that was one of the first, very first episodes, podcast episodes we did together. I was thinking the other day, I was, for some reason, I still have, uh, we don't have an Alamo draft house where I live now. But I was looking on the app and just checking out. I was like, I wonder what was the first movie I ever saw, Alamo? And do you have any clue what it was? Because it was with you. 
was it? It was Baby Driver, wasn't it? Yeah, Baby Driver was the the first movie that uh, I ever saw there. That's completely <laughs> irrelevant. I don't know why I thought about that, but uh, um, yeah, that's that's interesting. I didn't. I honestly don't remember seeing Homecoming in IMAX. <laughs> yeah, that was. I mean, it was. The, here's the weird thing: the credit sequence stands out because I remember as soon as that popped on, we tried to be as secretive as possible because that was at the time where we'd go watch a movie and almost immediately we'd come back and record it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Those were the days. Yeah. Yeah. And um, so during the end credit scene, the, 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 the credits itself, uh, that animation, I remember you were talking about how much you love it, which is great. I still, that, that is such a great, uh, and maybe the best of the MCU uh, credit scenes just with the the actual credits that animation itself but both, both of them are really good i i oh, watched yeah. the, the far from home one is really funny because at one point in the movie martin star he's a teacher and he drops his camera into the water and when they when he pops up in the end credits title it's showing photos of all the characters <laughs> and who they play and it's it's the camera falling away from him as he's reaching for it it's really funny <laughs> these uh it, there's just something about this where they just have a lot of fun with these movies. So, uh, but far from home, I have seen this movie two and a half times because when the movie first came out, I went in to the theater and I was actually looking for some time to kill. And I rewatched the first 40 minutes of far from home because I was waiting on someone and I had the unlimited pass, the regal unlimited pass. So I'm like, all right, well, I'm going to go and watch this. And I did not want, I think it was something like I was going on a date with my girlfriend or something like that. I was waiting for her to get off work. And because then I'm like, ah, I'm kind of stuck. She's, you know, having to do something else. So I went to the theater because I was already out and I was just there. And um, it was so tough to leave watching this movie. Uh, but that, that's how many times I've seen it. That's why I'm going two and a half or far from home. I've weirdly always kind of wanted to do that. Just go use my pass to go watch like a big action scene and then just scoot. Well, we've got a friend who often goes and re-watches the second half of movies and he'll go <laughs> uh, to see the, the technically the conclusion uh, acts two and three, but he'll skip the first act. So, <laughs> but I, <laughs> but but I digress. Um, yeah, we don't need to get into that. Um, I'm excited to uh, to find out more about how you feel about these movies and our questions. Well, I was going to ask you, prior to this latest rewatch, how would you have ranked these two? So this may hurt your heart a little bit. I actually put Far From Home over Homecoming. Um, Before you did the rewatch. Yeah, I was feeling that way with a slight advantage. But that's changed a little bit. Rewatching these movies, I really, really, really loved Far From Home. Mm -hmm. In quite a few ways, it's better than Homecoming. So rewatching it, did it? Did you you flipped it a little bit, or it's still the same? It's the same rankings, but I pushed up Far From Home on my overall MCU rankings. Oh, yeah, I did too. Like four spots. Yeah, and I have it number twelve right now. It's one of those movies that I have to say it doesn't just have a slight edge over Homecoming. It is now for me not not like 
it's a giant leap ahead of homecoming, but it is a significant step forward. And this is just something that rewatching Far From Home, I can tell you there are just so many pieces that watching it the first time around, I'm not going to say I overlooked, but one, one really good example is seeing Jake Gyllenhaal early on in the film as a quote-unquote tourist mm -hmm. who spies Tom Holland as Peter Parker. Little things like that are chocked full uh, of, uh, Easter eggs are chocked full of uh, that we get in Far From Home. And I just love that. Now, there is an element that I really want, just like what you've mentioned out of a Spider-Man movie where it is your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man and we just, base it in New York. It's very yeah. small scale. So there is a, an aspect, as much as I love Far From Home, I would like to get something that's just like in the neighborhood, so to speak. Yeah. And that's what I, and that's what I was hoping with the third one is we, we go back to New York. I, I agree that one thing that hurts with, for me with Far From Home is I think the London setting and just the idea of a school field trip is fantastic. But you do miss the elements of New York City that uh, I, I just connect so much with Spider-Man. Do you think that, so Homecoming still stays in the lead in terms of the one-two rankings, right? Gosh, my, especially with me. I don't know. I assume a lot of people are, feel this way. But my feelings about a movie can really shift over time. I feel like I've seen Homecoming like a dozen times <laughs> that... It wasn't tougher to get through, but I didn't have as much fun rewatching that one for whatever reason compared to Far From Home, which um, I was just, for whatever reason, super into it. Mm -hmm. um, was there anything that you you loved from either Homecoming or Far From Home, those first times that maybe didn't work as well, revisiting them? I'll say not a lot because... One thing that I really enjoyed about Homecoming the first time around is how we jump right into it. And I especially loved Peter's relationship with the characters. Um, but one character that I felt was, to me, it felt, it, ju it just didn't feel that great. Um, and I know they were building this up in Homecoming, but MJ and Peter's relationship in Homecoming was like, it was okay. I felt like it went down a few notches, to be honest, on rewatch. And I don't know why. And I've been trying to pinpoint my feelings on that, but it just, I, I thought for sure on the rewatch, I would love seeing them in a homecoming. And I'll say I liked their banter and their relationship and far from home a lot more. It's and, so much better in the second one. I that, actually, weirdly enough, why. I had similar feelings in. Uh, on that, when we first potted about Homecoming way back when, when it first came out, I think I said Zendaya is the best thing about that movie. Mm. And I, we got to rein that in a little bit because she's good, <laughs> fantastic, but she's, she's not, she doesn't make enough of an impact to, I think, qualify for that. So I'm going to mm -hmm. reel that back in a little bit. Let's flip it a little bit. Was there something that you didn't like, in, you know, originally seeing those movies that you've kind of come around to? Because there's a big one for me. Even though I liked Vulture, I really liked Vulture this time around just because of what his character represented, but also it felt much more smaller scale than any other character. But Michael Keaton did such a great job and still to date, one of my favorite 
superhero slash alter ego confrontations of being not the superhero, but in person is Vulture and Peter Parker in the car. Mm -hmm. And it's that father to your day, my daughter date confrontation. And that's such a, such a great moment. Uh, I like too, that he's just kind of like an everyman. Like he does, he's an older dude. He just wants to help his family out and he keeps getting screwed by the rich and powerful. Yeah. And that, that's something that, uh, I, I like, I actually really like the first time this time I would say I love, um, but the one thing it goes back to, uh, not being a big fan of before, but getting into a little bit, uh, more so is I appreciate the Iron Man stuff more. Maybe it's just with time. Um, but that's something I'm able to look back on and, Maybe it's I'm missing Iron Man and kind of his relationship as like the mentor. I actually like that a little bit more. I, earlier, it wasn't that I disliked it. I'm like, all right, you know, we don't we don't need as much of that. Mm-hmm. But here, I didn't mind it. I actually found myself being more okay with it than on the first time of of seeing these in the theater. I, I always hated the Far From Home ending where Peter Parker is outed as Spider-Man. Yeah. Like from the get-go. But you know what? Knowing where we're going into with this third movie, it all makes sense now. Going back to little Tony Stark, who I, I honestly still miss. Oh, um, yeah. So good. He, he's been uh, just this massive key character for the entire MCU Spider-Man arc not only in establishing this version of Peter, but also setting up the movie's bad guys. We've got Vulture in Homecoming and Mysterio in Far From Home. Both men are just mad at something (laughs) uh, Stark did and how it affected their lives, which I think is good and bad. One, at some point, we need to move past Tony Stark, (laughs) Yeah, which has been a complaint. But it is interesting that he's just like, everything he does pisses somebody off and it just sets (laughs) off this chain of events. which villain works better for you? Um, I'm going to uh, predict my favorite villain will end up being uh, Doctor Strange being really upset with Tony Stark and No Way Home. <laughs> no, uh, I'm because <laughs> uh, he probably has some beef that's going to honestly factor into this whole thing. <laughs> uh, no, I'll say, uh, honestly, you touched on this earlier, but I love, love, love vultures every man the idea of michael keaton being this every man and that adds an element that just makes a villain a, a an mcu villain seem relatable not necessarily that i'm wanting to relate to the villains but there's just something about that i feel like there's a story for everyone and it's just it's so great seeing michael keaton in that role i love jake gyllenhaal as mysterio and far from home and as you said, that costume freaking rules what he is wearing. But at the same time, I just, I personally like Vulture a smidge better for the everyman factor, that small scale factor. And the fact that he's just doing this and it's like, just let me do my thing, Spider-Man. Like you stay in your corner and let me do this because I'm just getting revenge on getting screwed over. Yeah, he's really, I mean... Granted, he's selling weapons that <laughs> could be used for nefarious things, but he's really not doing anything that bad. Yeah. 
it's I'm I don't maybe I'm trying to justify his actions, but I'm like I get it. I get why he's doing that. Yeah. Uh, it's tough for me because I think Jake Gyllenhaal is really good in this. In Far From Home, it's funny because you were introduced to that character, and for like the first twenty or thirty minutes, I was I'm just like. I don't know if I like, like he's Jake Gyllenhaal's not doing anything to impress me. <laughs> kind of this boring dude. And then you obviously have the twist. Uh, spoiler alert. I, I would, we should have said that off the back, Ooh. but um, I guess we'll sound the late spoiler. <laughs> uh, but obviously we have a twist where he's just setting Peter up. And then from that point on, he's amazing. Cause we realize how oh, he's been putting on this act. Uh, man, I don't know who I would pick. Because I like Mysterio is different along the lines of Vulture and Vulture is an everyday man. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Quentin Beck is just like this nerdy dude, basically this good looking nerdy dude <laughs> yeah. who is bitter that tech that he built was not taken seriously by Tony Stark. So him and like his cronies are basically putting on CG stage plays, which I think mm-hmm. is really funny and interesting that they're writing, they're basically writing their own movies and just using it to, <laughs> you know, gain power and the trust of the people. So I kind of lean toward Mysterio. Mm. He's good. That, that That is a very tough question because both of them are so different and they both have their own strengths in terms of being bad guys. So I don't fully <sighs> understand Mysterio. His powers... I, I get the concept of it. Visually, I think it's very amazing to look at. All the all the special effects and the CG, everything that's created. I love all that. I don't fully understand how it works, though, because there's like a scene where dozens of Spider-Man jump on Spider-Man and they're like beating him up. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, how is he getting, is he feeling punches or is this all an illusion? He's like curled up in a ball. I don't. I can't wrap my mind around exactly how everything is working. Yeah. And that's my that's my one big beef with some of the action scenes involving Mysterio is I don't get it. I seriously, yeah. I can't wrap my head around it. And you know what? Maybe I shouldn't. Maybe it doesn't <laughs> matter. But it is one thing that kind of takes me out of it is I'm trying to mentally figure it out. Yeah. That's one big negative for me with Mysterio. I love him, I, you know, but that's just... That that's enough where I'm like, eh, I'm not, I'm not sure. Cause it's all illusions and I get the explosions, the gunfire and, and that aspect. But if you're doing something like a punch in the face, how is he doing that? Mm-hmm. I just yeah. don't get it. Um, we got some just random questions, quick questions here. Predictions. Maybe will we see either Vulture or Mysterio in Spider-Man No Way Home? I will say we will get a tease of Vulture and one of the end credits that will tease a um, perhaps tease Spider-Man appearing in uh, Morbius. Yeah, because we know Vulture yeah. is in Morbius or Adrian Toomes is mm-hmm. from the from the trailer, which I'm just like, why? <laughs> yeah, and so that's that's where I think we'll get Vulture. Uh, yeah. So he'll be teased, and I honestly think Mysterio will pop up in some way in no way home during the actual movie. I, I do too. I don't think he'll play a large role, but I do think he'll pop up. I think, I don't think we're going to get vulture in any way. Uh, I do think Mysterio shows up and I think, I think he's going to be a big surprise and be in it more than we think. I think Loves. he will factor in with 
the bad guys. That would rule. I hope so, because I need some Jake G, man. (laughs) I need some Jake G. Uh, Is there any unused Spider-Man villains that you want to see on the big screen like that we haven't yet? Because there's there's a handful. Yeah, see, I, I originally really wanted to see, before, I've always wanted to see Carnage on screen. Oh, gosh. And then we got it, and I'm like, eh. <laughs> And I bet you regret that. Yeah, I, I yeah, be careful what you wish for. So, but that I've, could have been done better, I think, in in this MCU universe rather than freaking Venom. Yeah, I, I mean, I I really believe that. I, I agree, and I agree. So that's where I would have liked to have seen Carnage because the Carnage we got, I, you can keep them. I just, uh, I'm not cool. Oh, it's garbage. Yeah, I just ugh. so uh, I I got I felt icky talking about that just now i felt like i need to take a shower but um i don't know a lot about craven the hunter but i have listened to a little bit in terms of that villain and i know we will be getting craven but now that makes me really interested to see him on the big screen so i know craven's coming but But isn't he coming like with a sony spinoff yeah, that's a problem. That's so I don't want that. I, I don't want. I would have said Craven too. Uh, I don't want that. Yeah, I, I just like freaking Sony. I just uh, I, now now I'm just like feeling icky all over again. Yeah, he, he Craven would be a would be up there for me. I think Scorpion would be visually a lot of fun. Ooh, yeah. And then. Um, I mean, I've mentioned this before, and I have no idea what it means in No Way Home. Sorry, that's the cat just losing her mind. Um, we know Green Goblin's coming back, and my question is: Do do does Norman Osborn and like Doc Ock um, from from the other universes like do they exist in the MCU like Peter Parker version? I'd say yes. So I'm hoping we get. I know this is kind of cheating a little bit, but a brand new version of Green Goblin. Yeah. But uh, otherwise, Craven and Scorpion would be my picks. And we kind of talked about this: the the best final battle, Spidey versus Vulture on the plane and Coney Island, or Spidey versus Mysterio and his drones in London. One thing I didn't quite like about Spidey and Vulture on the plane: it's so dark. It's a, it's at mm-hmm. night. It's hard to see. It is. Yeah, it's it's very very difficult to see and. I love the spectacle of what Mysterio does in Far From Home. So the battle goes to that. But if we're talking about what makes sense, the Vulture one wins. But overall, for just the theatrics that Mysterio goes through, I have to give it to Far From Home's final battle. It's thrilling. I like um, Peter and MJ at the end. They get to oh yeah, they get to smooch a little bit. Very awkward. It's very teen awkwardness that which I enjoy. <laughs> Uh, the teen stuff, I love all that stuff. I think that's yeah. that's kind of the best version that we've we've gotten so far. So good, yeah. Um, Although it of, feels weird saying that it's good. I don't think so. <laughs> I mean, I love. I, I've talked about this. I love a high school setting. I have fond memories of of school. That's why we like stuff like Community and stuff. I don't. Know, I like. True. I, I'm a sucker for that kind of stuff. Um, favorite Spider Man. We got the OG Ty Tyby McGuire. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the OG Toby Maguire, uh, Andrew Garfield, or Tom Holland. Do you have a favorite? And you still, and I, I didn't know this until I kind of spoiled parts of Amazing Spider Man 2. You've never seen that. 
Yeah. Is I, that the only Spider-Man you have never seen? That's right. Now my Good plan night. Now my plan is tonight. I'm gonna watch that. And just because I need to get electrified for electro. And oh, I mean I, it's gonna it's a different electro. Yeah, but I want to see like how he's different because obviously I've seen from the trailers and the clips from Amazing Spider-Man 2. Um I, I will say, like, I've enjoyed Andrew Garfield, but something about Andrew was um, just, I don't know, just not, I, I'm not going to say not my Spider-Man, but he was just, I don't know. Like, I, out of the three, he would be at the bottom, but it's tough. Between are we, Sorry, are we factoring in the, the Peter and Spider-Man? This is all uh, yeah. in right? Okay. See, that's tough, but I think it's all together. Um, but okay. I know you brought up a good point because you're talking about the difference between who makes a better Peter and who makes a better Spider-Man. I mean, I have a clear answer, I think, for everything. I think I think Garfield's Spider-Man is really good. His He's hurt, though, because those two movies are among the worst. Yeah. Like, I still enjoy him, but um, if, I, if I'm ranking all of these together, they're, they're at the bottom. Ooh. Even I mean, below Spider-Man 3? Spider-Man 3 is not that bad. Uh, it's not... It's not great, but it's it's not as bad as I think some people have made it out <laughs> to be. on it. I think the Amazing Spider-Man that has not aged very well. Yeah, I you know I I was uh, with rewatching that. It did. Oh, it wasn't that good. I'm interested to see what you think about Amazing Spider-Man too, because I do. Jamie Fox goes all in. They basically kind of make uh, Max Dillon hit Electro. He's basically playing the Riddler from Batman mm. Forever where he's just like this guy that is absolutely obsessed with Spider-Man. <laughs> like this nerd that's obsessed with Spider-Man and then something happens and he feels like Spider-Man didn't have his back and that's why he's angry. It's real. It feels dated. It's weird. It's a huh. weird choice. Um, he's like a He's like a cartoon for like the first <laughs> half of that movie until he turns into the blue electro. And then, yeah, it, it's weird. They got some green goblin stuff in there. It's, it's, it's weird. Now your answer though, in terms of like, you say that you've got an answer for all of this. For yeah. I think, I think Tom Holland is just a delight. And he granted we've seen, he's got two movies, but we've seen him in like three other projects. Like he's in mm-hmm. infinity war. He's introduced in civil war. So we have a good like understanding of who he is. I think Tom Holland's actually a really, really good actor too. In this, I guess, particular role, I don't know if he's had much success outside of this franchise. I don't know if he will, mm-hmm. but in this role, I, it's like perfection in my eyes. Yeah, you know, it's interesting because whenever you brought that up and going and, and rewatching not just like the movies together, but also watching individual clips, it's interesting to see those clips outside the context of the movie because movie or clips, Tom kills it. And I think Toby kills it. And at times, and Andrew's a good actor. I don't want to poo-poo on him, but the thing is, it's like you said, the mo- at least the first ones, they didn't age well for The Amazing Spider-Man. I really like Toby, but Toby's overall, yeah, that's right. But overall though, Tom, I think Tom takes the crown. If Toby didn't look like he was like 27 playing a high schooler, <laughs> yeah. I think it might work better. Uh, and, and then I think it just, 
it helps that these the MCU movies as a whole, um, this version of Peter and, and, and Spider Man, it's just more fun. Yeah, for like sure. There's there's yeah. a, a a level of fun that I think the other two have not managed to to reach. But I still respect Toby. I, I had fun with those. Those were those were f- the first two of those. I I still I still stand behind. Yeah, I'm super stoked to see Willem Dafoe back. I hope, I hope our guesses are true and he is the main bad guy in this in this new one. Yeah, that's. I mean, I I know there is. I have seen a still, and I'm hesitating on saying more than this. But well, hit the, hit, let's hit the spoiler alarms again. Ooh. At this point, we can do predictions or whatever. But okay. I I, I want to hear what you. I want to know what you're going to say. All right. So there's a still I've seen. And it's it's of Green Goblin. Not in his goblin suit. Okay. Um, And there's one. That's all I've seen. I don't know if. Is he like wearing a hoodie? Yes. Okay. I've seen that too. That's in one of the new TV spots. But okay. So that I, I feel less bad about saying that then. From what I can see, what I've seen, his suit is just like ripped and tattered, and he's wearing some sort of jacket with a hoodie, which is reminiscent of what he looks like in the comics, only he doesn't have the traditional Green Goblin face, which I'm hoping we see. But you know, he's always got that hood. Yeah. Um, Yeah, there's been rumors about what he's been doing in the MCU universe when he gets ripped into it, which is fun. Um, and I, I think that plays into his look a little bit of what you've seen. But uh, it is interesting that a lot of these leaks and rumors from months and months and months ago that everyone was like, nah, there's no way that's true. Mm-hmm. They're all turning out to be true, which is just insane. I have remained outside of that very spoiler-free. Mm. Yeah. Uh, and I wasn't going to mention this. I texted you today. Um, I got on YouTube for a work thing. I wasn't even like <laughs> messing around. And someone, I guess, had recorded this with a cam, a camera in a theater. <laughs> and the headline has a massive spoiler. The screen grab kind of matched what I had read. And it is by far one of the biggest spoilers I've ever seen. Oh. Or have ever had ruined leading into a, a big movie like this that I was excited for. And it just it made me so mad because I wasn't I wasn't messing around on the internet to watch videos. Earlier this week, I got on Twitter and I muted anything that had to do with the MCU, Spider Man, all these characters, yeah. uh, which has been which has been great. It's the only way you can get, get on Twitter at this point. Yeah, and, uh, we are recording this on Wednesday. You and I are going to be seeing this tomorrow. Woo. Within twenty four hours of getting to see this movie, I had something. I feel like ripped away. And I know this is, it's a movie spoiler. It's stupid. It doesn't, (laughs) but it still like makes me so mad. It makes me so mad. I was so close. So I'm hoping that maybe that was misleading. Maybe I read it wrong, you know, cause I saw it and I'd like divert my eyes, but you know how you, you're able to see things and your mind registers what you saw, even though I didn't, didn't read the whole thing. So maybe I'm wrong. Maybe Maybe, and what sucks too is I told you this, this was something I would have never even guessed. It wasn't even something along the lines of, oh, I, I understand. I, 
I could see that happening. No, this is something. Oh my gosh, I'm so mad about it. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> that stinks. It, it really does. does. Oh my gosh, it makes me so mad. I'd be so mad, dude, because if that something like that happened, luckily I've been able to avoid it. I'm hoping we can keep that up for the next 23 hours because I just do not want to have my spidey senses tingled in the wrong way. Mm, this was not a good tingle. And I guess the um the new Doctor Strange trailer is already leaked online. <laughs> and I'm like, what? Why? Why? We can't just like not have anything ruined. Yeah. Now, granted, you have to go seek that out, I would imagine. Sure. Yeah. Um, but holy smokes, you can't even get on YouTube without having somebody post something that is just should not be posted. <sighs> it's a whole new level that we're getting into. But I wonder... Well, I mean, with it being Doctor Strange, that's literally only Marvel, and it's not Marvel plus Sony. So, because uh, I kept thinking, well, maybe it's uh, part of Sony, and people yeah. are out for Sony. But well, I, I'm assuming this if if the cam thing that I saw, or it was a, a cam rip. I'm assuming someone just ripped this, and it's either before the movie or out. I, I had heard it's at the end credits. Like that's that's at the very end is a, is a tease for Doctor Strange too. Uh, Cause you know, they're going to, they're going to tease it. Yeah. You know, cause that's the next one out. Um, so I, I did, I didn't know if we were getting it before the movie or not, but apparently it's out there, man, we can't have anything. You no. know what I mean? Like you can just don't even get on the internet. Yeah. That's, that's a big bummer because right now I keep, I keep changing what I think about what will happen in this movie. Um, but I think the big thing is like right now, my, I would say prediction is like for Mysterio, what in what way will he play a role? Because I do think that he will end up uh, coming into uh, No Way Home, but I just don't know how. Yeah, um, how does he come? Is he is he a, is a different version or? I'm expect- he supposedly died, but I still believe that he somehow faked that. Yeah, I do too. I do think that we'll get a different, more menacing Mysterio in Far From Home. Someone who is like less playful and more just out for blood. I still think it's funny that in Far From Home, um, you know, it was the idea that he 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 brings up the multiverse and he says he's from a different Earth, and then that was just shut down because he's playing a con. And I remember being so mad about that, like, oh crap, it's not they're they're setting up something really cool and then they're just not going to do it. Yeah, and obviously that was the plan to do it in the third movie. And it is real. It's a real thing. Um, it's So it, it is fun to kind of revisit these and, and have those feelings that I felt and then go, Oh, there is a master plan after all. I don't know how they're going to bring the X-Men in. That's, that's still one of my, uh, my big questions, not to keep this going. And I still wonder, how do you do, how do you do Magneto? Because he's so connected to world war two and the Holocaust. Yeah, uh, that the further along in time we get, how do you, how does that character work? Well, unless Magneto is part of, like, say, with Tony Stark, and whenever Tony Stark was in the Middle East, perhaps it's a Middle Eastern conflict, and that's how they modernize Magneto, and you've yeah. got younger characters. People had brought that up about switching, you know, whatever war or mm-hmm. you know genocide that he's coming from. 
But uh, gosh, it's just so ingrained in that character that it would be hard for me to get into anything else other than, I think, a Holocaust. It's just so connected to that character. Yeah, unless, I mean, here's the thing. If we open up the the multiverse, perhaps we do see a Magneto uh, in this, an older Magneto or, I mean... I don't want old. Maybe maybe it's something that just happened later in that Earth's time frame. Like it was, if we had World War II at this period, maybe there's this later in time. I don't yeah. know. I don't know how you do it. Yeah, it will be These very are all, fascinating. Uh, all questions for the master Kevin Feige. <laughs> Who Which, knows? By the way, have, you, have you? I hope he knows. I assume he does. <laughs> but that's I'm, how do we just suddenly introduce this like race of mutants? I bet I bet by his bedside he's got a little book and in that book he's just written down the uh characters we've got heroes and villains and then he has a little bullet points and if you get that little book you can spoil the next 10 years of your life. <laughs> Don't say that cuz someone will go like try to rob him. <laughs> yeah. So any other predictions? I honestly wonder if we end up getting some big deaths in this. Perhaps MJ dies. The OG MJ or the new one? Do you think Kirsten Dunst will be in this? Yeah. Oh, man. I bet she shows up. I bet she's in it. There was an interview I was listening with her. uh, um, I can't remember if it was NPR where this interview was uh, happening, but she was talking about Spider-Man. I really wonder if we get the death of MJ as in Zendaya, but then we get uh, uh, the two other MJs reappearing. So Stone well, and Dunstan Emma, this. Emma Stone's not MJ. Well, but if we end up getting, yeah, so if we end up getting MJ's and uh, Kirsten this, but then we also get Emma Stone's character. Okay, um, sure. Oh, geez. Well, she, you, Why you am I blanking on her name? You can't uh, because she's Spoiler alert, she died in the second one. But I wonder, though, if she's alive. But then we got even more universes. We can't just keep... We're already getting like two with Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield. We can't just open up another one. See, that's... I I think whatever... She could could exist in in this current MCU one, though. Yeah, honestly, I don't... Here's the other thing. Will they kill Happy in this? I think they could kill Happy in this. They could kill Happy, who's played just, a large role. I guess. If Happy dies, are we going to be that sad? I, I mean, yeah, that, it's, John, I mean, it's Johnny Fabs. Um, what if they incorporated the, like the into the Spider-Verse and there was like cartoons in in mixed in with this live action? <laughs> a Roger Rabbit. I have a Roger. Jeez, uh, Roger. Uh, yeah, Roger Rabbit version of that. I think we could get that, but it will be in a not so cheesy way like maybe he's watching something on tv and that happens i hope not i would die i would walk out i wonder i wonder now here i so here are my two big predictions uh that we haven't talked about before i'm going to predict that mj dies and i'm going to predict that aunt may dies oh my god yeah hmm i don't know if i have any wild predictions I'm going. I don't know. I honestly don't know what to expect. I really don't. Here's the reason why I say that because he said, "Please, uh, you know, because that's when he starts messing up Doctor Strange's curse or curse his uh, spell. (laughs) (laughs) It is a curse. It is a curse, though. 
it's um, gonna be that Doctor Strange is like been taken over by someone. <laughs> yeah, and it was I, intentional. Yeah. Honestly, I, it's gonna be something like that. I, I agree. I think that's what will end up happening. But I do think that by the end of it, we're gonna have like a broken Spider-Man. And I think we're going to end up with a major death, but I'll just go and say two big ones that will break him. What are the two de- deaths that will break him? Who are the two people who he wants, who he's okay knowing that he's Spider-Man? MJ, Aunt May. Obviously Ned, but those two are closest to him, or rather he's the closest to them. So if you strip them away, we get a truly broken Spider-Man. So maybe that's Gosh. what's next. Well, if, let's say, MJ dies, then happy can't die like who's going to be watching this kid i if so if mg if mg or uh aunt may dies happy will remain alive i mean he needs a guardian and i think because of that happy will be a constant reminder of aunt may who obviously to both of them it will tear them both apart so it will tear ned and and uh, peter apart knowing mj dies so no, I'll, that's too much. That is way too much. Oh no, they're not gonna know. go. They're not gonna just be ripping friendships apart after a death. <laughs> now, this got me thinking though, because Aunt May is just an absolute bombshell. Yeah, Marissa Tomei. Everyone agrees. Hot hottie. Aunt Aunt Milf is what. I, <laughs> oh, that's you have, did uh, say that. I think I called her that, and then was scolded. But um, so she's she's just like this babe, and it got me thinking. She she's this hottie. Who who? What did Uncle Ben look like? Like what do you what do you imagine? Uh, Uncle Ben looking like what actor comes to mind? Because he's probably he's probably like. Would be in his if he were alive, you know. God rest his soul. Uh, Aunt May's what, like early fifties, mm-hmm. late forties, maybe. Yeah. Uh, wh- who comes to mind? I'd say Kurt Russell. Oh, he's too old. Marissa Tomei, fifty-seven <laughs> years old. I would not have guessed that. I oh, think. okay. Uh, and Kurt, Kurt's and a, uh, Kurt's your boy, seventy. Your boy Kurt is seventy years old. That's that's too much of a discrepancy. Um. Yeah, I would say my first guess would be uh, Kurt, but it's Ego from Guardians 2. Um, Who's a com- stud like in their 50s? Like, how I mean, old is George Clooney? I was going to say, you've got Clooney. What about uh, Thoreau? Vincent Thoreau like up there? No, oh, that's, that would, man, imagine those two, Ter- Marissa Tomei and Justin Thoreau. Right, Vincent Thoreau like 50, I think. Uh, let's look, let's, let's Google. He's uh He's 50, yeah. So that, yeah. that falls in line time. Man, imagine if uh, he played Uncle Ben. Ooh. You think we'll get an Uncle Ben flashback? I think we'll see Uncle Ben. I, I think so, we are yeah. gonna, we're going to find out who Uncle Ben is. I, I bet we do see something. Yeah. And I, you know what? We're going to get, in this movie, we're going to get the, with great power comes great responsibility ooh. line. Whether it's Doc Ock. Some, one of the Spider-Man. Oh, that's a good one. Doc Ock saying it. Maybe Yoji Toby says it's a Tom Holland. He's going to get that line from somebody. True. How how amazing would it be if he gets to, he sees uh, Uncle Ben in like the multiverse. Oh. Say goodbye somehow or something. Oh, wow. Yeah, that would be, that would be awesome. But do we end up getting Martin Sheen? No. (laughs) (laughs) 
And that, and then that goes back to the confusion of the Aunt Mays in the other two movies did not look like Marissa Tomei. <laughs> and I always thought in the multiverse, every version of me looks the same, but obviously that's not the case here, which, which is fun. Um, yeah, let's say, let's lock in Justin Thoreau. I know that's not going to happen. In my head, that's going to be Uncle Ben, and so I'm I'm told otherwise. Yeah, I mean that's the that would be my first. I'd say uh, Thoreau first was Russell, but I'll say Thoreau. Clooney's a good pick too, but I could see uh, Thoreau for sure. How I, great I, would that be if we see Thoreau in this and he pops up? I would lose my mind. <laughs> I would run out of the, I would run out of the auditorium, <laughs> mainly because I'm like, well, you I guess you predicted it, but. Um, I would just assume you probably saw like a spoiler headline. Well, so those, those are my big predictions. Do you think Dr. Strange is going to be in it a lot? I think he'll be in it more uh, than uh, Iron Man slash Tony Stark. Yes, man. I I do. I think, I think Dr. Strange will be kind of like a secondary character, but he um, will be in it. I think he'll disappear for a little bit. But he will be in it a significant amount. Do you think he comes back in the end? The end final battle? Yeah, he's like got to. Like put the to. pieces back together or something? Right, he's got to. I would yes, assume. He, he I, I would yeah, assume that, that... That's kind of... Uh, I'm not looking forward to that. Yeah, I mean, that. that's my prediction. But, I mean, anything right now is up in the air. Do we get a battle, like, early on... Um, I don't, so here's one thing, and I will say, I do not know what this is. I've heard people talk about it. I don't know the name of it. I've just heard that it's a big deal, but that scene that shot in the trailer where strange hits Peter in the chest or Spider-Man in the chest and he goes flying back Mm -hmm. and there's like three, it's this really interesting, like we see three different versions of Spider-Man slash Peter his hand is in a box and I've heard they're, that they're fighting over the box. Yeah. And I've heard that box is something very significant. I don't know what the heck it is, but I'm really curious to know. Do you know? I don't, I just know there's in one of the scenes he's like, God, I got it. And he's like swinging around huh. trying to get it or something. Interesting. Who knows? Yeah. Well, that's, that's all I, what got. if it's like, what if it's like a, Doctor Strange like porno tape. Oh, and he's just trying to get it back. It's, it's and Spider Man's just like you got to fix this or I'm not. I'm gonna leak this online. It's the uh, Pamela Anderson and Tommy uh, <laughs> sex tape, and it's the original one. And turns out that Spider Man's the original person who leaked it, which leads us to the Hulu uh, mini series starring Lily. Well, he James. wasn't even alive when that happened. <sighs> and that's how we end up. Ripping open the multiverse, man. Um, by the way, you are you up to date on Hawkeye or no? I'm not. I'm not, and it stinks because I've had that show spoiled for me two different friggin' oh. times. Two different friggin' times. I know the two big friggin' spoilers, and I'm PO'd. Well, you know what I did today, episode five. I did my work, uh, and then when I went on lunch, I, I watched it. I, I closed all the windows in my office and put headphones on. And uh, I watched it because I knew I was going to get spoiled on that. Is it really good? It's good. I like the whole season. I mean, I think I think Haley Seinfeld rules. 
I, I don't want to know how these two characters play a role, but I know that they're in it and I'm, I'm livid. I'm, I, I was going to text that to you earlier, but I'm like, yeah, I'll just bring it up later. But uh, so, so pissed. <laughs> well, we had a friend that when Loki was on, he was waking up like at five in the morning to watch it before yeah. work. So it's like mm-hmm. the way you have to do it. If you, if you get on a computer at all for work, you have to do it. Yeah, and I'm worried what will be revealed in Hawkeye, uh, the last episode. But at least well, we'll be I'm watching. I'm more concerned Spider-Man. how they're going to wrap it up. I mean, how Ooh. are we going to end this in one episode? Yeah, that just means for more Hawkeye episodes. I hope more. so. I mean, you, you know that's going to. There's happen. no way he's going to die, right? Uh, yeah, no, I want to. Because the entire so. the entire plot is literally, I I want to get home for Christmas to my family. So to kill that character would be just like a huge slap in the face. I think. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. that's just a terrible ending. It's like if they killed off Jonathan Taylor Thomas in the movie, I'll be home for Christmas instead <laughs> of making it home. Yeah, we, uh, my wife and I watched that last year. Isn't that fun? It's not bad. It's like one of her favorites. It's one of those that it's not like a great movie, but I rewatched that with my family last year. And I'm like, this is, this it's, there's something about it that, was like his big role after home improvement. And it was just, it was a lot of fun. I liked returning to it. I like the Santa run. That's always fun to yeah, watch. It was fun. We, my wife and I watched um, Michael Keaton's Jack Frost the other day. Ooh, landslide, I baby. Liked, I actually liked it. Uh, that that you know, song will get you hooked on Fleetwood Mac's uh, landslide song. It was like a live version or something too. Mm-hmm. Um, Originally, in tying this all together, Jack Frost actually does play into this. So Michael Keaton stars in the movie, but originally it was meant for George Clooney. And I didn't know oh. this, but my buddy said, yeah, they." it was originally Clooney. And if you look, the snowman is modeled after George Clooney. So it, it has Clooney's face. And I was like, oh. what? So I look back and I'm like, yeah, that does look like Clooney. The original oh. director with Clooney was Sam Raimi. Uh, and then Clooney dropped out for whatever reason and Rami split. So that movie, it's like pre-production is pretty interesting. Interesting. And, uh, I don't know. I liked it. Maybe I'm a sucker, but it got me good at the end. Weird. I yeah, see the face yeah. thing now because I'm pulling it up. Well, Jack Frost. So then Michael Keaton steps in. But man, Michael, I couldn't imagine Clooney in that role over Michael Keaton. I can't. He- I couldn't either. Um, Keaton's so freaking good. He is really good. That movie's not that bad, but I think we need to wrap this up because I just now realize I'm about 30 minutes past what I was supposed to be. Oh. Doing, so, all right. Well, you got you got some hot food waiting for you, and uh, in the meantime, we're gonna keep hot spoilers away from us. Do. <laughs> Hey, this is good luck to to you, Drew, and also good luck to all of our listeners out there that you can see the movie without being all that spoiled because it's time for Spider-Man No Way Home, which will be our next episode for Quality Check Podcast. Until next time, keep watching. Watching. <laughs>